0: You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. This is Tony Dow, and today is Friday, September 6, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one, stating that the intended audience for this episode is everybody. And there's surprisingly not that much news this week, so this will be a very short episode, but let's just get right into it. So... The first headline is, alert fatigue is a big problem. So this headline sounds very, um, I don't know, common sense. However, the reason why we're talking about alert fatigue being a big problem again is actually not because of the clinical side or the provider side, but because it's now also affecting security analysts who have to go through identifying false positives in their workplace. So Critical Start, it's a security vendor. They performed a survey that found that almost half of all alerts from security operations center analysts were false positives. There are just way too many alerts now for them, so they end up having to waste a lot of their time, a lot of their working hours, chasing down issues that turn out to be false positives. This ends up being a waste of resources, and it also contributes to a lack of efficiency. And in addition, this contributes to a lot of the workforce's burnout, and this can actually end up resulting in an unsecure and unsafe data environment for everybody else. So we've heard about, you know, physician burnout and clinical staff burnout, but this brings it into a newer level since this is also affecting data integrity and data breaches. So hopefully there will be more work done in this area to help optimize these alerts for these analysts. All right, so the next news item is pretty big. It's a Mayo Clinic, Partners of Oxford University Clinic. So most of you have already heard of Mayo Clinic and they have an extremely large presence in the United States. They have just announced that they will be establishing their first healthcare center in the UK, in the United Kingdom, through a collaborative effort with Oxford University Clinic. So the new clinic will be using Cerner as their enter- enterprise uh, EHR so that there can be more proactive health management in addition to coordinated care for their patients. Cerner does not have too much expertise in the area so they also stated that this venture will help expand their team's knowledge for clinical research and population level applications of health. What's kind of interesting to me about this is that you know Mayo Clinic actually uses Epic as their enterprise EHR in the United States so it's interesting that they are choosing to go with Cerner for overseas but it also makes sense since Oxford University Hospitals has been using Cerner for many years And also Mayo Clinic used to be on Cerner until 2015. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Mayo Clinic's expansion to the UK and to see what positive outcomes they'll have with the venture. All right, so the last thing is going beyond CMS and ONC rules. So Deloitte surveyed about 70 payers and they found that many health systems across the nation feel the need to go beyond what their vendors are offering to achieve interoperability as defined by regulations. So the federal rules are great, and they're great as a stepping stone towards that full-on interoperability, but you know, they're just seen as that, a stepping stone. There are going to be extensive additional challenges to reach the level of interoperability that will allow for beneficial usage of data for clinical decisions and outcomes. So part of the survey also sees that almost half Of all the health plan leaders and health systems are already planning on their own interoperability strategies that go beyond what's currently required. Some of these will include self-created and self-built infrastructures with customized APIs that are developed in-house. And Deloitte actually recommends that in addition to including the minimal federal requirements on their roadmaps, institutions should look at the long-term goals for patient engagement, digital tools, and risk management for future uses of data. So before we go, if you'd like to hear more news on healthcare IT, you can check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's actually where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right, if you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at Pharmacy ITME or Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. And I also wanted to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted one through Slack Workspaces. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within it as well. You can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy Me. And remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal.